0: Love and dating with Timmy and Pammy da, 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 da. <laughs> Pammy joining me by phone Jenny. today, couldn't make it into the studio yeah. no. um yeah.
1: so so much going on right
0: now, yeah, yeah, what is going on yeah. in your world? anything new
1: <laughs> um
0: that you can talk about. <laughs>
1: That I choose to talk about. Exactly right. That you choose to talk about. Well, let's just say work is very busy right now. So we'll leave it at that for now. (laughs) Good, good.
0: Well, let's get right into our topic. We have limited time today, but this is a topic that you and I kind of tossed around a little bit. And I thought, man, I think this will be a good topic. And that is when to call the relationship quits. Like when, when, when is it time to call it quits? This is something that we've not really talked. I mean, we've, said things probably in podcasts that would relate to that completely, of course, but, uh, we've never really done a podcast on that topic specifically. Um, and let me, let me just say, well, I guess we'll talk maybe, um, both dating relationships and then marriage, because I, you know, I, I personally, and I'm curious what you think, Pammy, for me, I, the rules, I guess, or the circumstance or the the criteria, that's a better, better word, that I would use for, say, a dating relationship. Let's say, you know, someone's been together for six months uh, versus, well, versus someone dating, you know, for five, six years, uh, then versus someone that's in a 15-year marriage. I I think I would have a little, like, when is it, when do you call it quits? I mean, obviously the six month relationship, I would call that quits a lot quicker for less, if you will, than I would, uh, well, a dating relationship that's five years plus, or um, a, a, you know, a marriage of 10 years. Mm -hmm. I think the criteria is, is a little, a little different. Now, of course, there's always exceptions to every rule. You know, people can be super close in a short amount of time. So when I say six months, that that doesn't mean, you know, maybe in three months you're at what would typically be a six month phase. Like you're you've connected right. deeply quickly. Honestly, Pammy, it kind of like the Love is Blind, which is just, it's just a fucked up show. <laughs> I mean, can we just be honest? I I can't wait to you watch the season four reunion. It's a oh, shit show. I was so I disappointed did. in oh, you did?
1: I did watch
0: it. Yeah. I did not. That yeah. host woman, what's her name? Her name's Jessica, isn't oh. it?
1: <laughs> um, uh, I only like Nick and.
0: Um, is it Jessica? Yeah, I think I it is Jessica. Name. Maybe. Um, I'm going to look it up because I have to know. Yeah, it's the same. Um, Love is Blind, host couple. Ugh. Oh, Vanessa. Where'd I get Jessica? Vanessa. I mean, that's oh, obviously okay. Vanessa. <laughs> Sorry, Jessica's <laughs> Vanessa, out there. Yes vanessa dear lord have mercy that woman just needs to <laughs> shut up and her trying to ask these like really like drama drama questions dramatic questions mm-hmm. like Kwame, what did you think whenever mike has said but that but it's like oh my gosh anyway for all those that don't watch love is blind we're going to be done talking about it if you watch love is blind stay tuned because we're going to be doing a podcast. Be me, Pammy, Lance and Michelle, which is Lance's wife. And then my wife by that time she'll be my wife.
1: Yeah,
0: um, yeah. We're going to do a podcast together and talk about love is blind season four and talk about all of it. So make sure to be looking for that. Cause that's, that's going to be fun. Anyway, I, I referenced that just because clearly, excuse me, clearly those, that experience mm-hmm outside of just being nuts it is a unique situation because they're spending a ton of time together i mean they are literally every single day spending hours talking and and uh-huh. sharing their souls and before they even meet you know and so obviously that's that's so expedited you know what would take a normal person 6 months to, to get to know someone, you know, they're doing it in three weeks. And so anyway, I I just say that to say, don't listen to the numbers that I'm saying necessarily like six months or one year or whatever. It's where the relationship is. I mean, if you're with someone Mm -hmm. and you're super freaking connected and close, um, and you're at least, I would say you at least have to be bat past three months. I don't think you can I don't think you can do that in less than three months in the real world, as they say, if you're in the pods, like love is blind, maybe, (laughs) but none of us live there, right? Everybody listening to this podcast right now, we live in the real world. We have jobs, we have children, we have careers, we have things going on. So we can't spend every waking moment with a potential partner for a month to really get to know like crash course, get to know them anyway. But I reference it because um obviously you're spending a ton of time with someone in a short amount of time. Obviously, you're gonna get a little further down the road. Um, but for the rest of us out in the real world, I I think you know, three to six months is when you're really starting to get to know someone and being able to ascertain whether they're a potential partner. But anyway, Pamela, is there anything you're wanting to say while I'm rambling? <laughs>
1: No, I just, I do agree with you. I think that there, there is a difference um, and a, the different rules to the game, you know, depending on if you're in a long-term committed relationship or even, you know, like you said, a short-term committed relationship, um, the evaluation process is different. Yeah. And unless, unless there is abuse involved and at that point. Oh, it's done. Obviously it's, it's a, it's a, you know, you should be done. Yeah. Like get out, you know, protect yourself and your, you know, family yeah. or whatever. Absolutely. If you have them. But um, outside of that, you know, it, yeah, I do think that there's a different process. If you are married, you you've combined your lives, you've, you know, you're financially reliant on each other, or I should not. Necessarily you've, well, you built a life together you know, that fine, requires both of you. A, yes. Yeah. Right. So it, it is, um, I think it's important to, to evaluate that differently. Versus someone who you know you are in a three-month relationship, and you're you know you're contemplating whether or not this person is um, for you long-term, then it's it's a different it's a different situation. And at that point, I think the idea of doing what is best for you comes a lot easier because you don't you know it's it's there's yes you want to be compassionate toward the other person but I feel like it's less of a and less of a burden in decision making I don't know how else to say that when you're you know three months in and you just you feel like this isn't the person for me long term so I still think you need to, to evaluate because I think in that evaluation you're going to learn some things by yourself patterns um you know, types of reasons why you're breaking up with people. If there is a, you know, a, a pattern there. So why you continually break up with someone, that's something to look at.
0: Uh, oh gosh, Pammy, you bringing up something I did not even thought of.
1: Yeah. I hmm. mean, it's, it's one of those. I mean, that's why. Yeah. We, if it's always the always
0: same thing.
1: Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Yeah. The, yep. And ta- And why we always say take time after a breakup to evaluate. So before you break up and after you break up, there's this evaluation that can occur and that's for you. Yeah. That is for you. So you can grow and you can, be, you know, become the person that you want to find.
0: Pammy, can I, I'm going to, so, I'm going to put you on the spot real quick, but before I do that, I, I like where you started. Cause I want to talk about the 10, let's just say a 10 year marriage or just marriage. You're married, you know, you, you fell in love to the point of, you wanted to marry someone you didn't have any. I'm just making all these assumptions, right? You really didn't have any red flags. You were just certain that this was your person, all of that stuff. You get married, you're five years or plus down the road, and you've hit some kind of rough patch. We're good, That's where we're going to start. But before I do that, mm-hmm. I do want to put you on the spot. If if And you don't have to answer this. Have you ever missed an opportunity? Meaning, do you have a person that you're like, yeah, man, I, I let that one go and I wish I'd have been at a better place to, to have held that one down or, or no,
1: no, I don't. And, and I'm, I, I, I might have had a different answer for you several years ago, but I look back at the relation where I was in those relationships and I know that I grew from them, but do I do I think I missed something? No, I don't. Good. I think I was very, um, even if I ended relationships for what other, I consider the wrong reason or whatever reason for me, it was the right reason. It was the right timing. It was, it was right for me. Yeah. And I don't, I don't have any, regrets about any of those and i wouldn't i wouldn't want to return to a relationship with any of those uh, long-term yeah. relationships
0: yeah yeah that's cool you know i i would i can attest to that i if you'd have asked me that like way 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 long ago like way long ago <laughs> like back in my 20s i would have said yes you know because my my high school sweetheart um it took me a long time to to get. Over her, but that you know, I was seventeen. <laughs> right, you know, I was right, right. I was just a kid. So you know, I can. I, what I'm saying is, I can I can totally hear what you're saying. I mean, when I was seventeen, yeah, you think, oh my gosh, this is it, and then obviously, you know, as you get older, you're like, oh my gosh, yeah, there's just no way, Um, right. You know, there's just. There's well, just even no I way.
1: think about. I go as far as you know. I I am the person I am today because of the relationships I've had and the choices I've made and. Therefore, I can't. I don't regret anything because I like who I am. Yeah. But I, you know, I even think about my high school boyfriend, who was an, an amazing person. Um. And when we broke up, we broke up because our time, our we went to college together, but our schedules were not um, aligning, and we couldn't spend time together. Yeah. And um, so we we called it. And. You know I've I, in the past, I've thought about what would have happened had I married him. And honestly, like I'm just it, it baffles me to think that that would have worked out. just knowing who I am today and who I was back then, um even though he was a wonderful person and I and we had, you know a lot of fun and we got along really good. Where would I be living, you know? I, what I had what I have ever made it to Kansas City? you know like those sure, 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 like, like would have guys, everything have you know, changed everything would have oh, I know it would have because I yeah. know that the path you took, and my life would have looked a lot different and of course, you know, you can't you have your kids because of who you were with. my children are wonderful kids, and I wouldn't want any other children, you know it's like i yeah. I had so I can't regret I don't regret anything and it's just it's just a an interesting thing when people say, Oh, I, you know, I missed out on that one. Well, yeah, but your life would look so much different and maybe their life is shitty now and that's why they wish they had. But I'm like, I, I love, I love this life that I've created and it wouldn't have happened without all of those relationships and those choices and the, the no's and the yeses.
0: And
1: it's just, yeah, it's,
0: I, you know, knock on wood. I, um, I'm like you, I don't, I just don't believe in regrets. Um, -hmm. like I just don't because I just, I, I, for whatever reason, I just can't, my brain won't allow me to have regrets, but of course I had someone ask me, they said, would you not do anything different? I'm like, well, I mean clearly hindsight right i mean knowing knowing what mm-hmm. i know now i would have invested in google when yeah. it first came out i would have done you know there's <laughs> right. like i mean Amazon. obviously right i mean there's so many i would have jumped in uh bitcoin not now but i would have jumped in bitcoin when my son first told me about it when it was like 10 bucks a, a coin mm-hmm. you know i mean I, well, duh but i don't those aren't regrets because i just don't find value in regretting things but yes i would have done things different. Um, but like you, Pammy, you know, again, knock on wood, I'm, I'm going to, I love my life. I, I love my, my person. I love everything about everything going on. You know, I just, I'm, I'm a really, that doesn't mean everything's perfect. Doesn't mean everything goes the way I want. It doesn't mean I don't have hardships. It doesn't mean any of that. I'm not saying that that's not even real. Um, but I just, I, I like my life. Yes. Would I like more money? Well, duh. You know, like, I mean, (laughs) who wouldn't want more money? I even think if you ask Elon Musk, he'd want more money. I I think that anybody, and everybody would want more money. If if you're, if you're offering, send it on out. Um, anyway. Okay. So thanks for answering that. And sorry, I put you on the spot, but, um, let's, let's talk about marriage. Okay. I gave the scenario. You're in a marriage. You married for all the right reasons. You're happy. Everything's whatever. All of a sudden you hit a rough patch. What do you do and at what point would it be time to call it quits?
1: Well, for me, I'm going to work backwards because I think if you're asking that question, you know, should I call it quits? (laughs) then you're probably, you're probably going to, I mean it, or you're in a position where you haven't done all the other steps, or you have done all the other steps and nothing is working out. So I think that when you get to that point of, you know, this is, I, I've lost respect for you. You know, I don't have any compassion for you, I don't, I don't have, I love you. You know, those, I, I have lost empathy for you. Um, then, you know, my, in a 10 year marriage, I mean, absolutely seek help. I don't, I mean, I didn't do this in my marriage. And I think it was um, I don't know that it would have changed the out the outcome. Um, we did not get counseling. Um, but I don't think it would have changed the outcome for me just because I saw I saw the writing on the wall and I knew that it wasn't what I wanted for the next 20 years. And um, but I do I do I would invest in getting help, whether it's you individually get help or you go, you know, together. But I think talking to someone, an expert, someone who has the skills to walk you through the challenges that you're facing is important as a, as a first step. I mean, if you're, if you're unable to come to an agreement on your own, you know, I think it's always wise to try to do work things through on your own. But if you come to an impasse, then invite an expert or someone that you trust in to help you navigate that. Obviously. And if it's still not, you know, still not working, then, you know, as a couple, you have to decide if you're willing to do more work or if you're ready to just go separate ways.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, obviously I couldn't agree with you more on that. I, I think that anybody that that gets divorced without having gone to counseling, unless it's just something so extreme that anybody would see the writing on the wall. Okay, but I I definitely feel very strongly about that. Like, definitely seek some professional um, help to you. to to. And which you, you know, honestly, Pammy, it might just confirm that you should leave. Like. You know, going to counseling literally might be that, especially, okay, I have to say this because I have to say it. If you're a Christian out there, I know you really want a Christian counselor, but dear Lord, you know, what I've learned about Christian counselors is, you know, they, they 100%, you know, like me, I'm against divorce. I would not, when a couple comes to me, I'm doing everything I can to help them save the marriage for sure. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. But I will also, and I've done this, I will also tell you like, you know what? This is beyond repair. I mean, this is, this is a relationship ending issue. Like this is not going to get better. So like, and a Christian counselor is almost forbidden to say that, you know, they, they just, they can't, they won't. It's not and I get it. I, you know, some people find that endearing, you know, the, the reality is, and it's just a fact, it's, it, it, this is a fact, some marriages should end. And I, right. I hate saying it, but it's just true. Some marriages should end. So I guess, you know, if you could find a good counselor, that's just not hell bent on at, divorce isn't even an option. If they say that to you, like, like divorce isn't an option okay like you need to find another counselor because divorce yeah and that is an option let's just be honest it it technically actually is an option but we want to do everything that we can possible to not wind up there but let's be honest you know one out of every two marriages ends in divorce roughly so Mm -hmm. come on let's just be real let's not let's not ignore the elephant in the room The, the reality is it is an option We don't want that. No one wants that. No one goes into a marriage wanting that. Nobody does. Nobody does. No one should. You should never go into a marriage with that idea. So that out of the way, but uh, yeah, seek some professional help. I would say this, when to call it quits. Like, I don't know if I like that title. That's the title I'm going to probably use, but how I would say is when is it time to go to counseling? <laughs> so right.
1: like for for those in
0: a marriage, so I would say this, when there's more stress than joy in the relationship, mm. when it's
1: yeah.
0: most mostly stressful. And this kind of goes with the the Dr. John Gottman's uh relationship thing where he says you need to have five positive interactions to every one negative interaction. Um and I I like that. I like I don't, doesn't have to be the numbers exactly, but I just, I like that idea of that you should be mostly happy <laughs> in your relationship. Yeah, yeah. If you're mostly sad, um, you know, that's, again, we're not talking about quits right now. I'm talking about go to counseling. If, if you're most, mm-hmm. you're more stressed than your, than joy, you definitely should go to counseling. If you've found that you've lost respect, For your Mm -hmm. partner, I think you should seek help. If you've lost attraction or loss Mm -hmm. uh, of admiration, you definitely should go. So I I almost feel like the way I'm wording this is like, you might be a redneck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If you're mowing (laughs) around the refrigerator in the front yard, you might be a redneck. (laughs) Um, So yeah, loss of admiration. You might need to go to counseling uh, or a loss of trust. You might need to go to counseling. I would say this, you know, for, for me, um, as a relationship coach and having been in this world for 25 years where I've worked with thousands of couples, when I'm meeting with couples, here's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for that. Are they, are they still, do they still deeply love each other? They're just in a, in a rough spot, you know, mm-hmm. is, is. She just had a baby. She's in postpartum. She's doesn't look or feel like she wants to. He's had a job change or a job loss. Or like if if I'm looking at their relationship and I'm like, okay, this is this is situational. They're going through a mm-hmm. hard time based upon the situation that they're facing. There's that. But what I'm looking for are these deep systemic issues. Are, you know, has he or she cheated? you know, is this a deep wound that, wow, this is going to be a long walk back from, is it a multiple, is it, or a long-term affair? Was it a multiple affairs? Is this a pattern? Is this every three or four years you're going through this? Like, and I'll just tell you right now that that would, to me, just be an absolute no, like you need to move on. You know, if it's, if it's a reoccurring part of the pattern every few years, you know you're catching her doing something wrong or catching him doing something wrong. I'm just telling you right now it's probably time to call it quits.
1: right. I think that's a really good point to me about patterns because we all have them. We all have patterns that of behavior that we have inside a relationship or just in general. And if you can recognize that it is a pattern, then that is it's the pattern that the per I mean that's something they have to change. Like you cannot change that for them. No,
0: you cannot. That
1: is something they have to change. And if they're unwilling to work on themselves, then you have to decide is that something that you want to live with for the rest of your life or is there something out better for you? Is there something better for you? Is there a better life that you can have and create? So I think recognizing the patterns of behavior, I mean you can throw all the addictions in there. Yeah. Um. When it would, when it comes to that, I, I mean, it's a very challenging thing to be married to someone with addiction. Yeah. Um. Or you know, even dating someone with addiction, you the the psychological and you know, like emotional stress that comes with that is even if they're never physically abusive, there's so many other abuses that occur within the relationship, and I'm not talking about to you as an individual, but they're abusing the relationship right at that point. And it's you know, it can be financial, it can be whatever it is. Um, but I think that's that's a pattern that should not be tolerated, yeah. And if the other person is not willing to, or you yourself are not willing to change, then you shouldn't be in the
0: relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I've always viewed a relationship to be, um, you know, it's like a protection from the world, meaning, you know, the world can be unfair. It can be tough. It can be challenging. It can be heartbreaking. It can be all these things. That's life, right? I feel like a relationship should be your safe place. So if your quote unquote safe place is where your Mm -hmm. grief is coming from. It's where your stress is coming from. It's where your anxiety is coming from. It's where your panic attacks are coming from. It's where your like, for sure it's time to call it quits. Like if that's, if you're, if all those things I just mentioned, the the misery, the grief, the sadness, the anxiety, if that's coming from the relationship, I would say it's uh, definitely time to call it quits obviously if you're married it's time to get into counseling and and get that thing fixed because right li- i you know um, maybe there's i'm sure you can disagree with me here i'm i'm not saying that i'm right 100% i but i'm just going to tell you i always tell you what i think i'm telling you what i feel and i'm telling you what i can stand behind and that is i believe life is too short to be miserable now what I'm talking about, I want to make sure because there's always that person that's, you know, has a, a a child that's autistic and it's, you know, it's really challenging for the family and it's, ma- you know, and it's making it kind of miserable. Feel- I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the relationship itself is where all the trouble's coming from. That's what I'm talking about. So please don't put words in my mouth and don't mishear me here. But I feel like the relationship, even in that situation, like even if you have an autistic child or even if you have a difficult something like a job or whatever, your safe place should come from the relationship. Like you should have joy and peace and comfort. Like that should be your saving grace. That's what I feel. I mean, that's what I, that's, this is what I feel. So for me, it would be definitely times to call, definitely time to call a relationship quits if all my troubles and my griefs and my pain is coming from the relationship. Am I, am I, am I off here? What do you think, Pammy?
1: No, I, I agree. I, I think that's, you know, regardless of what external, the relationship is a part of the two people. So, you know, I mean, you've got, you've got to manage yourselves. And then you have to manage the relationship and there's going to always be external factors, you know, your job, your kids, your families, you know, whatever it is, you've got to manage those individually and as a couple. And I feel like as a couple, you should always be on the same team. You should be each other's biggest cheerleader, biggest fan and, and manage the relationship in that manner as if it's, you know, the most important thing. And, um, and you know, yes, obviously you need to take care of yourself and do things for yourself. I'm not saying you don't do that. You have to do that too, but the relationship will die if you don't feed it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back with a quick commercial break. Okay. We're back. Back to the Timmy Gibson Show with my co-host, Pammy Nicholson. Um, We were talking about, before the break, uh, about marriage and when is it time to call it quits or when is it time to call the counselor? (laughs) Um, Which I think in a marriage, you should always call the counselor first before you call it quits. Um, Like I said earlier, I'm not in favor of divorce. If you can work it out, you absolutely should. But sometimes you can't. And so we were talking about how I was explaining to me that when my relationship is bringing me more grief or more pain or more anxiety or more stress, that's definitely the time when, when you, when you would need to call the counselor or call it quits because I I've, I've, I've always felt that life itself can be challenging and difficult and stressful and and hard. And, you know, you go out in the world and you get, bumped around. You know, it, it's like you want to be able to come home to a safe place, you know, like a come home to a, a happy, joyous, wonderful relationship with someone. You know, it's like you want to link arms with your partner and fight the world together, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. you don't want to come home from being beat up in the world and then you come home to get beat up at home. <laughs> you know, like right. you, you right. want to be able to have like that refuge of a relationship. So when is it time to call it quits or when is it time to call the counselor? Well, for sure, if all your stress and heartache and grief and pain, it's if it's coming from the relationship, for sure that's the time to seek some help to see if you can figure it out and work it out. I mean and reconnect. Gosh, and, and you know, yeah, I know that some sometimes people well all the time i'm sure there are people that feel like it's beyond repair and it's it's hopeless and and therefore they like a counselor's not going to be able to help i know for sure it's over well that i'm not saying you that you you're wrong you could be right but man wouldn't it be even better on your conscience to actually meet with a counselor a professional to see if they could help rather than throwing all that history away throwing all that time spent together you know your two lives are intertwined now you know, why wouldn't you want to try to do everything you could to, to save it if it's something that's worth saving, you know, outside of the pattern of cheating or the pattern of abuse or the patterns of addiction? You know, those things are pretty, in my opinion, pretty cut and dry. Like mm-hmm. if you're going to be with an addict, you just got to count on being with an addict and that's what it's going to be. I mean, it's right. like they're they're not going to change, really. They're always going to be an addict. It's Are they going to fall or not? I mean, it's, you just have to make that decision. I know a lot of people that were addicts and aren't, you know, they haven't fallen, whatever they're clean now. Uh, But you know, you have to know that going into it. Are you, are you willing to, you know, get, be into it for five years and they lose their job and then they go right back to drinking. Like, what are you going to do? You know, Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah.
0: you got to decide, are you willing to, you know, is your love for them great, great enough? Or cause I just don't believe in putting up with, I don't know if I said this the first half or the second half that we ended up deleting. because so I got sidetracked. Um, <laughs> but yeah, is this, is this worth life is short, Pammy, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, life is short. And I know for me personally, life is too short to be miserable, Pammy. I just, you know. Maybe I said, I don't know. I don't know if that makes me sound selfish. I just don't know. But I just, I, yeah, life is just too short I, to, to it just. It is.
1: That, it is. And you can and use that as a springboard to, to hopefully make a change. I mean, that's when you get to that place of feeling like life is too short. I'm not happy in this relationship. Then, you know, hopefully you've had some conversations with your partner at that, you know, before that you get to that point. But when you get to that point, there's usually, I mean, there's usually a lot piled on when you get to that point of, you know, of wanting to call it quits or to, you know, feeling like there is no way out.
0: And the longer Um, you're married, I would say the harder that would be. I mean, having gone through a divorce, you as well. I mean, Dear Lord, talk about, it's like ripping off a bandaid. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's, Mm -hmm. it's like being skinned alive. (laughs) I mean, it's not, it's not ripping the bandaid off. Like literally you're being skinned alive. It's one of the most painful things uh, you could ever go through. But I'm, I am living proof that it's, It's like, I've said this before it, I think this will help get it in people's mind. It's like a remodeling. You can do that and stay in a marriage. Please understand. You can do that, but Mm -hmm. it's like remodeling your house. It's going to be painful, nasty, messy. There's just no way around it. You can't remodel a house without it becoming a shit show first. And to me, that's what divorce is like for, for, at least for me, it was messy not necessarily between us like lawyers. We didn't even have lawyers. That's been messy in the sense of emotionally. It was very painful. It hurt. Right. She oh, was yeah. hurt. I was hurt, you know, all the stuff. Uh, and then, and then healing from being skinned alive, you know, that the healing process, it's, you know, we, we've already covered that. We've talked about that about after a divorce, it's fine to date, find to go out and have some fun. But, you're in no position to get serious with anybody. You know, take 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 a bit. <laughs> take take a step back. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. again, I'm all for having fun. I did that. I recommend it. It was a blast. But don't be trying to get into any kind of a serious hardcore relationship until you've done done the work. You're just going to set yourself up for more more failure. But gosh, Pammy, you know, it divorce is is really really painful. And so what I was going to say is I think people the longer they've been married, Maybe this is true. The longer people are married, I would say the harder it is to get divorced. It's almost like I've met couples like this. They've been married, you know, 20 years or even 15, 20 years, something like that. And they're miserable, but it's like, it seems more miserable or difficult. It's like more of a headache to go through a divorce And I think that's, you know, honestly, I think that's why affairs happen. That's why a bunch of stuff goes on in marriages is it's, it's like, it's, am I making sense? It's just the longer you've been married, the more difficult it is to part ways. Your lives have blended together where you're kind of, I don't know where one begins and the other one ends. I mean, you've, you've blended your life with someone. Therefore, it's super difficult to, to end that. But sometimes... That's the very thing that needs to happen for you to be happy and for your partner, your ex to be happy.
1: Right.
0: I mean, obviously, yeah. it doesn't always work out that way. One or the other or both uh, can be miserable forever and ever. But to me, that's just all about self work, self care, self love. You know, it's like, to me, that's all a personal issue. I think that anybody that gets divorced, even if they did something wrong that they regret, any what so whatever the reason I don't care what the reason is you can work through it and improve even if you were in a bruise an abuser if you were an addict if you were a cheater I don't care what you've you've done you lied you you gambled you've lost this fortune the family fortune it doesn't matter everything and anything can be worked on and worked through and and you just have to realize that hey this is I was talking to someone today that, that got fired from a job and I said, well, what'd you learn? You know, you learned what you can't be late. You can't call in sick. Every time you have a little sniffle, you can't like that, There, you, you know, you, there's certain, you learn from divorce, you learn from breakups, you learn from failed dates, you learn from, or should
1: from right. anything that <laughs> yeah, you face. <laughs> Hopefully you're learning from all of those things because, you know, becoming a better person, it should be one of your top priorities, you know, becoming, you know, transforming your life. And so and the and and creating something better the next time. I think that's so important is, you know, I I feel like people just I feel like sometimes people just they, they end something. And they feel and they assume that the next person is going to be everything that person wasn't and the relationship would be everything that the other relationship was not. And yet they do nothing to change who they are. They do yeah. nothing to improve themselves and they keep getting the same result. And it's like, well, what are you doing to huh. create something different?
0: Yeah. Yeah, because you're the common denominator in all of your relationships (laughs)
1: exactly exactly exactly.
0: if your relationships are always ending at about three to six months that's something to consider either a you're holding on too long should have let go way earlier um or you're self-sabotaging when it gets to that point where it needs to get serious maybe okay so we've talked about marriage real committed relationships what about dating and let's just for numbers sake because I think this will help people understand. Let's say you're in that three to six months. Obviously, if you're on a first or second or third date, clearly at the sign of anything that just is not a fit, not compatible, not whatever, like clearly you're just done. But let's say you're, you know, you're talking to someone, you're, you've been intimate, you've been sleeping over, you, you're, you're hanging out with someone. When is it time to call it quits? Or is it time to, like, and I'm asking you, Pam, do you, do you even seek a counselor in a relationship that's only three to six months old?
1: Me personally? No, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no, no. I don't think that um, I don't think three to six months is long enough to, to uh, determine whether or not that person, I just, I just don't think counseling is necessary. I mean, and that's just me personally. I, no, I I'm with you. I there,
0: I'm, there. I feel the same way. If I'm needing counseling yeah. three to six months, I'm thinking this that, probably isn't the relationship that, for me.
1: Right. Or it's a personal problem. I mean, it's something that you, maybe you do go to counseling by yourself. And yeah. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, again, Oh, yeah, right. Maybe it's, it's time
0: like, for you to go to counseling. Right? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe it is time yeah. for you to go sit down in front of a counselor. That's a good point. I never thought of it from that point
1: no, I just, I mean, three to six months, I mean, when the red flags are flying, obviously you want to get out. Um,
0: Brings you you more similar to the marriage one, if it's bringing you more grief and stress and heartache than joy.
1: Right, exactly. Yeah. And it's, if you, if you can't find, you know, I I found this interesting in in my many years of dating (laughs) experience. Um, if I could not see myself with someone and and I'm talking about after, you know, dating for a month or two, if I still could not see myself married to that person or didn't have any desire to marry that person. It was a big, like big clue to me that there was something not clicking in the relationship. And typically it happened long before a two month mark. But it's just like if you if you don't see yourself with someone long-term, why are you dating them? Right. You know, and taking action to let that person go, let them go find the person they need, you know, and want and go figure out what it is you're looking for. And, you know, I, I think that there, it's obviously it's a lot easier to do that when you're just a month or two in. But I do think that, I don't think counseling's necessary. And I do think that we're all adults and we're smart enough to figure this out. Yeah. And, and I, I think it's, res, it's disrespectful to, and I, and I'm, I'm guilty of this, but it's disrespectful to the other person to stay in a relationship when you know, it's not going to go somewhere. Yeah. When you're going to opt out, you already know you will opt out at some point. Like
0: Kwame from season four.
1: opt out sooner than later do yourself a favor do them a favor now i'm all for sometimes i mean i've 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 been in the position before where someone will exhibit a behavior or say something that is isn't quite in alignment with what i'm looking for in a partner And I will, I won't, I won't end a relationship over one comment unless, you know, like if it's, if I'm talking about a comment in relationship to um, the world in general, not me as a person.
0: Right, right.
1: I will give that person another chance to see if the pattern continues, if that ideals and the values that they exhibited in that particular comment continue to come out. And if they do, then I know that's not an alignment for me and what I want and I'll end the relationship. Yeah. And you know, I, that's just, it's not, it's never easy, but I just know that down the road, it's going to keep coming up. And it, if it is a rub now, it's always going to be a rub.
0: Oh, I've said and this so many times. What's a little deal when you're dating is going to be a huge deal when you're married. Yeah. Like if you don't like something, it, it, trust me, you're going to detest it when you get right. married. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I'm I'm with you Pammy. I I I wouldn't feel at all comfortable with seeking counseling in a new relationship. I would just it, it it just that seems I don't know. I would not that would not do that either. I'd be like, yeah, this apparently isn't isn't working <laughs> if we're yeah. we're on a third date and it's with a counselor. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're on our way yeah. to the third date of the counselor's office. Um <laughs> yeah. that's, that's just yeah, me yeah, though. I mean, be, whatever. There may right. be some people that that swear by it, but I, I think I would need need to at least get past for sure, get past like the six month period. Um, you know, maybe like if we're living together, uh Yes, maybe at that point, if we've been living together for a year and some things came up, okay, you know, I might be willing to go sit down with a counselor for sure um, to work through some stuff, especially if it's, if it's, if it's something that's, I don't know if this is the right way to say it, but it's like something that's definitely changeable or we can evolve from this, but if it's. Mm -hmm. You know, she's using meth again. I mean, <laughs> that yeah. that's just it. That's it for me. I don't want, right. uh, I don't want to be, I don't want meth in the house. <laughs> right.
1: Well, and I'll say if someone is, if someone is that you start dating is current, is in counseling because they're working through something. Well, that's they awesome. They are. If they're, you know, yes, and they want you to participate because they want you involved in their life and they would like for you to participate in their journey, then I think that's a different. Oh, that's situation. cool. Yeah. You know, I think that's totally fine. Um, but yeah, for, for someone on the third date or even the, after a month to say, you know, we're not in alignment on these things, we need to go to therapy. I'd be like, no. Yeah, we're, we're not, not in alignment. alignment. Yeah. What I want, you know, <laughs> yeah, we're just not in alignment. And I think that is the biggest clue is like, If you're not in, that is why you have to know what is important to you—vision, values, lifestyle. You've got to know what those are, those core values that you have, and what is most important to you in in a partner. You have to know those things so that you don't get past the three-month mark (laughs) and have to go to counseling. Yeah, it's you know, it's just if you know those things and you're going to be, you're going to be aware of it and it shows up is something shows up that's not in alignment you'll know it and you won't need a counselor you'll say you know you'll be able to look at your or know your vision and your values and be like oh, this doesn't work for me
0: yeah yeah i i think that um you know when i think about dating and you know, we have a, we have a lot of single folks that listen and it, you know really if you're in a relationship and it's less than six months old and you're really, really wondering if you should continue to go on. You know, I would, I would say to me in my mind, I'm like, to me, that sounds like you already know. I mean, if Mm -hmm. you're, if you're really questioning it to me, that just seems to lean into like, you just shouldn't be in the relationship anymore. That's why you're Um, so conflicted by it. It's like a Mm -hmm. tip that I posted the other day. I said, if, if someone likes you, you'll know it. If they, if they don't, you'll be confused you know, mm-hmm. that's so true when it comes to even a, a relationship. I, I, and I've said this before, I've, I'll say it again. It's part of what I've experienced in, for the first time in my life, really uh, like this, like this, I, I can't, yeah, anyway, I, I don't need to go into details, but uh, to be able to know that, you know, you know, the, you, mm-hmm. you'll, you just know. Now, that doesn't mean, you know, when you know something, I can't tell you how many people I'm sure that have gotten married and they're like, well, I did know, (laughs) you know, I I know, I knew they were the one, you know, Uh, (laughs) you know, and who knows you interview them and oh, there was all these red flags that you were ignoring. You wanted the relationship to work so bad that you just ignored, like i can't tell you how many times that's happened where they're like, well, I knew he had a drinking problem, but I thought he had it under control. It's like, Oh my goodness gracious. But anyway, yeah. what I was going to say is I really do feel that if you're a person at all, as that's in touch and somewhat in touch with life and intelligent, to, you know, has some emotional intelligence and is somewhat self-aware, you know, you know, mm-hmm. like, I can't tell you how many different people I went out with that I, I just knew. I was like, nope, I'm like, nope. <laughs> I just know. Yeah. Like, nope. Nope. And if there was, if I didn't, if I wasn't ever that clear on it, then it was, well, what is this? You know, what, what's, let's keep, let's just keep hanging out until I do know. And, you know, you and I've talked about that before. And that's, I coach single people all the time. And I said, listen, if you go out with someone and there's nothing, There's no, no, then just keep, keep kind of hanging out with them until you get a, a clear one way or the other. I, you know, the, and I used to tell my kids this all the time. I still tell it to them, even though they're adults, but I definitely was telling them this a long lot when they were younger. I say it's, it's a lot easier to, to steer a car when it's moving. You know, and, and it's like, if you want to steer a car, it, it, it's got to be moving. And if you've ever, some of you people probably have never experienced this because you're too young, but you know, cars that didn't have power steering, when you were sitting still, it was hard as hell to turn the steering wheel. But when you started moving, it, it moved easily. It's the same thing, I think in, in life, date someone and, you know, keep it moving. And yep. just, you know, if there's no, no, there's no serious red flags. There's no, we'll just kind of keep rolling with it. And eventually you'll know, <laughs> you know, know. Uh, but, you know, you find the, yeah. the Jack Daniels empty Jack Daniels bottle bottles underneath the bed. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's not time to go to counseling. That's time to probably just call it quits. <laughs> Say, right? yeah, it's been nice dating you for three weeks. You know, I'm done. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I think that we don't trust ourselves. And I think what happens is fear gets us because we do like this person or we're enjoying, it's like, I enjoy being with them more than I like being alone and that's another issue. And so it's almost like they just don't want to be alone so bad that they're willing to put up with a mediocre relationship. Can I hear an amen? Somebody. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure Pammy, you have girlfriends. Uh, I have dude friends, um, that, you know, that's what's up. That's what they're doing there. Oh, yeah. They just would rather be with someone than to be alone and miserable.
1: Yep. Well, I've done it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll raise my hand yeah. first. I've done it. Yeah. I've done that in this whole dating process. It absolutely can happen. Yeah but it's you know you get you get what you um you know the, the state you're in is what you're going to get so yeah. lonely attracts lonely
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i mean you know. yeah we it it's worth mentioning that's why it's so important Listen. to do the inner work you know to really yeah. find yourself in a good place so that that you're happy single because when you can truly be happy and fulfilled and and enjoy being single in my opinion, then and pretty much only then is when you can really be happy in a committed partnership. Mm-hmm. You know, I agree again, I always longed for a partner, so I don't want anybody to miss hear what I'm saying because you're, you're thinking, well, crap, man, I, I really long for a partnership. Oh, I get it. I did too, Oh yeah. but I was happy and fulfilled. It, it just yeah, I wasn't miserable single. That, I guess that's the thing. You can be right. single and happy and wish you were in a relationship. But what I'm talking about is when you're single and you're miserable and you're lonely oh, yeah. and you're, you know, depressed and and you think a relationship's going to make you not those things. Absolutely, fucking lootly. it won't. No. Like if that's no. the, if that's the, the. I mean, if you're that way, single that you're going to get there pretty quick in any relationship. Even if it's the right person comes along your path, you're going to sabotage it and you'll be depressed within that relationship. So you, you best get yourself to a happy place, uh, before you can expect to really be happy in a partnership.
1: Right. Yeah. Create. And we talk about becoming the person that you want to find. Yeah. And how you know, but you have to create the life that you want as well. And I think that's just as important. I mean it's a part of becoming that person, but it's also, you know, creating a life that you enjoy and that you, you know you find happiness and fulfillment in. Yeah. Um, but it's all a part of the process.
0: Yeah. Pammy, this was a good one.
1: Timmy, yes. <laughs> always, always.
0: Oh, yeah so uh yeah ladies and gentlemen thank you for listening today to the timmy gibson show with my co-host pemmy nicholson on when to call a counselor or when to call it quits uh (laughs) we will see you or you'll hear us next week and by the way folks we are having conversations with some people about helping us get some video uh to start doing videos so um we're going to try to figure out a way we can do podcasts and have video available as well for all of you that want to see uh, Pammy's lovely face. Oh uh, great. I have to do my hair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know, seriously, Pammy. That's the one thing that I I'm not interested in either. I'm like, oh my gosh, it means I gotta fucking make my I gotta do my hair <laughs> and makeup. <laughs> 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 gotta put my toupee on, my put my wig on. Right. Yeah, you mean
1: I have snap, to snap.
0: I gotta on. sap my right. I gotta I gotta snap my <laughs> dentures in. Dad gummit. Anyway. All right, guys. Peace out, everybody.